Hello, and welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I'm your host for this week, Ryan Murphy, and joining me is my guest for this week, Eric Nash. Hi, Eric. Hey, how you doing, Ryan? <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, we are going to be looking at minute number 101 today, and that is going to cover from one hour, 40 minutes, and zero seconds to one hour, 40 minutes, and 59 seconds. Uh, our minutes, uh, we are uh, sort of doing a mad dash looking for an envelope. There she is. There's Andy, I know. He's a son of a bitch, Whiskey. Leave his ass. Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, just first impressions, what are your thoughts on this minute? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, pretty, you know, enticing to to kind of uh, come, come back into this movie at this point with this minute. Um, it's laying some ground, good groundwork, I feel like, you know, uh, that you know she is like like you said looking for this envelope the the napkin right yeah um and and all this stuff that she's seen in, in the rooms is pretty fa- funny you know yeah yeah absolutely um, search their rooms ransack them fast and thorough don't worry about being neat and 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 then just what's going back on at the at the party You know th- yeah. that we've seen before. You know we 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 had the experience the once before, and this is kind of getting this these you know the timeline. They're they're she they're they're showing to us uh, her ransacking these rooms um, uh, alongside what's happening at the party, and yeah, it's pretty interesting that way. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. just before our minute, uh, we have. Uh, sort of the setup where Andy is being told uh, to go through, you know, basically start a fight, lose, so that you'll have the opportunity to, like, sort of run away, uh, and you'll have the freedom to go and look for this envelope with the napkin. Um, so, I yeah, I, I think the the interesting thing about this minute is just looking through getting sort of the glimpse of each of the rooms that she's ransacking. So the first one she goes to, uh, is Claire's, uh, which they, I, I really like that they signal, uh, that we're looking in Claire's room, uh, not just with like, okay, things are beige, but also there is a, uh, I believe a tote bag on one of the chairs Mm -hmm. that is, uh, very, very good. Yeah, the TED Radio Hour. Uh, and yeah, so I guess uh, in terms of just how this is put together, I, you already mentioned that we've got, you know, both these uh, these scenes where we're tearing through each of the rooms trying to find where one might have hidden an envelope uh, intercut with Duke, like, in the process of dying. Uh so it it does um it it is pretty traumatic. Um I guess is there anything that that popped out to you in the I believe two rooms that we see? Do we see two uh in this minute? I'm not sure if the it seems like the, it's, it's a different one um you know it's like in around the 52nd mark, you know. Yeah. I feel like that could be a different one. Yeah, um, I believe that's Lionel's room because we see yeah. uh sort of the uh, <laughs> several hats uh that okay, uh, he's yeah. been wearing yeah. around. We also see uh the little yeah. tiny uh blotter paper which uh I like just in terms of like 
Sure. Yeah. He's, he's microdosing whatever's going on there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, and yeah. yeah, with Claire, uh, who, you know, we, we see quite a bit of things. We see, um, some makeup and then some toys and then a pack of pre-rolls. So just a lot going on, uh, with each of our, uh, our, our folks here. So I guess when you were, uh, seeing this for the first time, I guess, what was your, uh, so we're, we're well past now the point, uh, in the movie where we've made the turn We're we're now going through everything again to, uh, sort of see how the second, uh, round of this, uh, the, the movie plays out. So I guess what, what are your thoughts, uh, when you're watching this for the first time in terms of, yeah, I guess just what she's looking for, whether she's going to be able to find anything and, and how the movie's going. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, yeah, back for the, that, the first viewing, I've only really had like, like two or three at this point. Um, not that many besides watching these minutes <laughs> several times, that's for sure. Um, but it, it was, it, I feel like that first time it was, it was a lot more frenetic, like in, in, say comparatively to Knives yeah. Out. Um, you know, I, I was a little more unsure of what was going on. I feel like I had a better clue with Knives Out, but this one was a little more, you know, uh, just, uh, Got, caught me more, a little more off guard as to, okay, how's this going to resolve that? That, yeah, is she, yeah, that's a good point. Is she going to find it? Or, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, that's at the very end of this week, yeah. I feel like that we kind of get a little bit of a clue as to what's going on there, a little bit better clue, um, without spoiling. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was, it, it was fun in that respect. But I feel like maybe the rewatchability is down a yeah. little bit comparatively again, too. Yeah. Um, I haven't found myself wanting to rewatch it as much as I did. Yeah. Myself. And I mean, I guess that, that is sort of a, uh, both of these movies are very sort of information dense in just the amount of items that are yeah. on screen at any given time. Uh, Knives Out, obviously we have the more, uh, you know, we've got this mansion somewhere in New England uh, and we've got everything yeah. sort of set on shelves uh, to, uh, to inform what we're seeing in the scene here. Uh, you know, we've had that for much of this movie. We've had that during uh, a bit during, you know, the scenes around the glass onion, walking around the, the room full of the glass art and everything. Uh, but here just ransacking everything uh, is a lot more chaotic than, than anything that we've seen uh, at this point in that sense. So, so yeah, I guess, um, uh, overall impression, uh, and I, I feel like you uh, alluded to this a minute ago. Just overall impression in your in how you view Knives Out versus uh, Glass Onion. So I guess backing up even further, what was your opinion on Knives Out generally? Oh yeah, I mean I I really like that, and I, that's you know definitely had me hyped hype a lot for this and and you know i i was i was very pleasantly uh uh engaged and so forth uh with this but yeah knives out was just wonderful and and i i loved you know you know kind of kind of having a sense of where that one was going that one was going a little bit i had some i felt like i had a, a vague idea of what was going to happen in that one uh with the kind of uh, uh turnabout kind of uh how 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 it kind of shook out a little bit, but I didn't have it all figured out, but 
just enough. But with this one, I feel like it was a bit, bit more <laughs> unsure and, and unnerving or something. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely is. I mean, it's sort of a different style. I, I mean, uh, you know, these are both very Agatha Christie ish. Uh, and, and it, yeah. this oh, is, yeah. you know, something more of a, you know, we're on an Island. There are, we we're removed from, uh, the world in a way that we aren't really in, in yeah. knives out. Uh, because we're, uh, we've set ourselves apart, not only, you know, just because we're the fact that we're on an Island, but also because the movie is set during the height of, uh, uh, the pandemic. So, uh, there's even more of a sense of this is all very, uh, encapsulated. We've got sort of a, a, I sort of a locked room sort of feel, um, uh, Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. kind of, uh, and then there were none. Uh, so I guess, uh, so you mentioned that you, uh, enjoyed knives out. You were excited to see this. Uh, one of the questions that we've got, uh, early in the week, uh, for the last onion minute, did you, uh, get a chance to see this in theaters during the one week it was possible to do so? <laughs> Um, I, you know, whether I had a chance to, I mean, it's, I mean, it's possible, I guess. I, I feel like it was playing close enough to me or something, but I, I, I wasn't, I've been, I've been going to a lot yeah. less movies, uh, yeah. this past year or two than I, that I was even during just shortly out, yeah. out of the pandemic. Um, when, when stuff did start to open back up, I was going, I did start going back pretty, pretty heavily. Um, but, uh, but essentially, essentially because just because I've, I've been in a relationship and, and we just don't, don't quite yeah. get out of the house as much as I, so, as I was before. Uh, so then you saw this, uh, after it came out, uh, on Netflix. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. On Netflix. Yeah. We have that. So I was, we were, we were as so a family were able you, to watch it. And, uh, concerned, yeah. I, I guess, were you worried about spoilers in that interim period? <laughs> eh, <nah. laughs> that, that's good. To, that's so. generally like my uh attitude towards spoilers and i understand and i you know don't want to spoil anything later in the movie uh that's going on but generally i think that's uh yeah it's pretty good um so we're we're sort of rushing through uh we're we're now at sort of the we're not quite at a climax of the movie yet but we're building up to it pretty rapidly um, so I guess just what are your thoughts on how this minute is helping that along, helping to, you know, not only move us from, uh, you know, moving us through the, the first act of the movie a second time, uh, in sort of an accelerated fashion, but how yeah, we're right. building towards a conclusion here. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's, it, it, it is doing a pretty good job at that. I feel like, um, I mean, there's, there's even like, you know, the, the, there's, there's not a lot of dialogue in this minute, but as we progress through the week, yeah. I feel like we, we get much more dialogue. Um, but like, there's the one point where, where Andy's telling uh whiskey, you know, he's a son yeah. of a bitch whiskey, leave his ass. And I feel like that's, that's a real nod to, you know, with, with like whiskey's like almost non, it's def- definitely nonverbal, but, um, you know, very lackadaisical kind of attitude back about it. Like, you know, but in my mind in, in rewatching this minute, I'm like thinking, I don't remember if I had this thought that when I initially saw it or the one or two times after I, I, I did, do, did do a rewatch, but, you know, is it, um, Duke or 
Um, uh, what's that? Oh, Norton's uh, Miles Brom. Um, Miles. Yeah. yeah. Is it Duke or Miles? <laughs> that that that. I mean, that, I I forget if 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 Andy slash you know, um, uh, her sister, um, if either either or both of them knew that that she was right yeah. with both of them, <laughs> but but. It, it just made me think. Oh, who's, yeah, who's she really yeah. talking about there? <laughs> and, and does whiskey realize who she's talking about? If even well, if, and it's an yeah, interesting she, sort of uh, you know, we when we're watching this the first time and we're coming back from uh, you know the lights are turning on uh, after Duke's death scene and and all of that has happened. Yeah. Uh, the way that we're sort of welcomed back into everything is that whiskey runs in with a spear gun, uh, and, uh, is adamant that, that Andy, um, has murdered Duke, uh, because she's, uh, you know, found her in the room and also everything has been ransacked. So I guess how, what are your thoughts on how the fact that, uh, Helen as Andy, uh, coming out of the fight, says that to her in in i mean it seemed to me i i hadn't thought that it could be a reference to miles as well i guess i was just thinking uh i that makes that makes a lot more sense uh going through it i don't know i guess yeah i i had been stuck on that first watch when we're we're just seeing you know everything and and feeling as though that fight is genuine uh we now know that it isn't uh, so her choosing to say that, I guess, how do, how do you feel as though, did that play into Whiskey's, you know, jumping to a pretty reasonable conclusion that, uh, she has something to do yeah. with Duke's death? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a good point that, that, yeah, if, if Andy Helen hadn't come out of the room saying that to Whiskey, maybe, maybe just the ransacking wouldn't have kind of gotten her so yeah. riled up to actually point the... <laughs> The spear gun, yeah, whatever. I mean, she harpoon thing uh, does sort of lend yeah. this idea that you know she's storming off uh, to whisk from whiskey's perspective. She's storming off not necessarily to go and ransack everyone's room and look for a thing, but she's just been humiliated by Duke and yeah. she's furious mm-hmm. about it. Uh, and yeah, I, I I don't know. Um, it is interesting that uh, you know. We do have, I like your description of Whiskey's response to that. Uh, it's kind of lackadaisical. It's kind of, you know, she's she kind of just ignores it and hits her vape. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we do see throughout the movie that, like, there, I, I don't know, Whiskey's relationship with Duke is, uh, is interesting uh, to me because it's not, Publicly, she she puts on the face of, you know, she's supporting Duke, but she does seem conflicted about a lot of the stuff that he's saying. And it, she doesn't, you know, she's not necessarily going along with mm-hmm. his whole uh, media push that he's making. So, yeah, I guess, um, what are your thoughts on... Does... What is she thinking right there before she finds out that Duke has died and before she finds, uh, you know, the rooms ransacked, is she kind of sympathetic to, you know, leave his ass? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good way to put it. And yeah, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's, I feel like it's, you know, giving her more gumption to, yeah, probably stay with miles or, or, or you know, continue f- further down. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Duke's death then throws a whole another curveball into that and can can make could make, you know, to have your your current as far as everyone knows or most people know, partner kind of uh it would uh kind of frazzle you enough to to want to try yeah, to yeah. maybe inflict some harm or whatever upon the person or you just believe like, you, might you probably have a role. You know, from her perspective, she could be thinking like yeah. I don't know what's going on. She might have like you know, it's I. I yeah, to it's hard to wield a harpoon gun in self defense, but she kind of is. <laughs> you know, she's not sure what's going on or yeah. whether you know this is maybe this is all uh, part of the plan, and she's coming after all of them. Um. Yeah, I I guess. Yeah, it's it's just a very interesting lead into uh, what is going to be feel like a chaotic set of minutes um in terms of of what we're looking at here so uh i guess just to um to kind of conclude on this minute uh yeah what are your thoughts on uh how this is uh going so far uh what you know in the lead up to, I, I guess my question for you is what are your thoughts on the first hundred minutes of this and, and how this is playing in? Uh, yeah. I mean, kind of, like I said before, I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit confusing, you know, it was, at least it was the first time, but you know, upon the rewatches and so forth um, and, and then just watching <laughs> th- these minutes as many times as I have, you know, it's, it's, it is, I feel like it is pretty well crafted. I mean, you know, to, to it, and it's it's almost again. There's there's a, there's a bit of a simi- similarity to Knives Out, where um, you, you're hearing um, uh, um, yeah. Blanc's you know instructions to, to Helen about searching the rooms, uh, and and you know there was there's definitely those moments in Knives Out where he was giving instructions yeah, to yeah. Um, Anna Anna Armas. Yeah, there, there was definitely. I, there, I mean, it is interesting uh, yeah. in this minute specifically, there's just so little dialogue that, uh, you know, when I was preparing for, uh, you know, uh, uh, this episode, uh, just watching through, I was like, oh, I'll just see what's going on with this minute. And then I was like, oh, no, I need to go back and figure out, like, stuff is going on. And we had, like, Blanc's uh, yeah. dialogue kind of cuts out right before or minute starts. So it is sort of like, Oh, I've forgotten why she's tearing through everything, but yeah, it, it is sort of a desperate play, uh, from Helen and Blanc to try to, uh, pin down who might've been responsible because they're not quite sure yet. So yeah, very interesting. Um, all right. So, uh, that's, uh, Pretty much all I've got for uh, minute number 101. Anything else you'd like to add? Okay. Uh, is there anything uh, that you would like so. to plug? I think we covered everything pretty well. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, my, my, I've, I've 
been I've done kind of I've I'm doing um the three three different podcasts now um over the past several years um I'll just do the talk about the first one uh, Watchmen Minute um it's completed it was the Zack Snyder's 2009 um 186 minute director's cut version that uh, Travis Bow and I did um way back and and we we actually kind of ended it uh, right about the time the uh, HBO series was starting so we actually just ended up doing that uh, yeah, the yeah. nine episodes episode episode <laughs> right not yeah. minute by minute <laughs> cuz that would've been a lot more minutes <laughs> um but, uh, you know, and we hope to come back uh, probably in a couple years-ish or so from now um, for uh, apparently uh, DC Warner Brothers uh, is going to, uh, in 2024, have out put out uh, an animated version of the original. All right. Well, uh, yeah, story. definitely. Uh, I would encourage all our listeners to check that out. I'm going to be checking that out. Um, and yeah, it's, I, you know, I haven't watched, uh, I haven't watched watch The Watchmen uh, in... Uh, I think probably since shortly after it came out, but I need to get, I, I should probably rewatch that. And, and and besides the director's cut, there's also then the, <laughs> the extreme extended cut, whatever that's called. I forget. So I've that read, has yeah. the, uh, the, if you, if you read the, have you read the graphic novel? So it has the black freighter animated cartoon animation. Uh, that, cut that in, is, I, I was art, unaware of that. that... <laughs> I think I watched, I watched, that full one once and then just on its own probably once as well just the just there's an excise um just just the animation i i will have to go and look that up i you know if they put out a version that was like here's the movie here's the black freighter stuff and then here is just alan moore slowly reading this to you i i would be down for that so uh so yeah it sounds really great (laughs) um all right well uh yeah Thank you so much to, uh, for listening to all of our listeners. If you can go ahead and uh, head on over to our Twitter X um, at uh, at Glass Onion Min- oh, one word. Uh, if you could please rate and review uh, on whichever uh, pod patching service you found uh, us, and we will be back tomorrow for more Glass Onion Minute.